0: Hello, I'm Doug Apple, back with another special interview for you today. Child care is the topic at hand, and the prices are going up. I know that's always encouraging, but in this case, we're looking at an article from Bloomberg, and they quote this price from New York City. You're probably not in New York City, but their child care has hit up to $45,000 a year And the prices across the country are surpassing the pre-pandemic levels and the cost could go up even more now that federal support has ended. The federal support, apparently there was $24 billion in government aid that were going out to child care centers that is drying up. And in this Bloomberg report, they say an estimated 70,000 child care, 70,000 child care centers are likely to close, partly because they can't make ends meet without that government aid. And in fact, there's this quote in the article. Since 1990, childcare prices have risen faster than prices for essentials like housing, transportation, and groceries. And the demand goes up. And the simple old saying, the, the uh, laws of supply and demand, if the supply goes down and the demand goes up, The price goes up. And so that is what's happening. We're on the phone line with Mike Sharman. He's the legal counsel for Share Healthcare. Share Healthcare has bought a little airtime here on Wave 94. What does that have to do with child care? We're going to find out here in a second. But Share Healthcare is a nonprofit healthcare sharing ministry that uh, helps Christians share their medical costs. So Mike Sharman, what does this have to do with child care costs? Kind of tie all this in for us together.
1: Well, the real basic reason why Share Healthcare exists is to be able to bring the biblical culture back into our culture. Mm. And we do it in this relatively narrow, finite uh, band of helping each other with our medical needs. But we want to be able to change the culture. And part of the change in the culture is uh, r- raising up the next generation, restoring uh, a traditional family or, or getting to a traditional family. You know, when I I talk to people about health care in general, share health care, they mention one of two things, that they feel like they're an indentured servant to their job because they have to keep their job because of the health insurance they provide. Uh, Or they'll say, well, we really wish, you know, the the wife could come back home and be in the home full time as opposed to being outside working, but they, they need the money. They have to do that. Uh, so, I think it's, it's important to be looking at what can... A lot of people are saying, we can't afford to have the mom stay at home. Well, I, I think with some of these numbers we've been looking at, you can't afford to work. And I know that sounds silly, but let's let's kind of look at this now. So, I, I looked up on the census, after I saw that Bloomberg article, I thought, well, this is crazy. Uh, you know, $39,000 is a national average for uh, a full-time caregiver you know, full-time being your working hours. Uh, and it's going up now 32% from what it was, pandemic, and it's supposed to go up more, as you mentioned, Doug. So 65% of women worked full-time year-round. All right, so the median income for a married couple is 110000 The median income for a woman working full-time was $52,000. right, so... <laughs> You look at your average cost, national average of uh, childcare. well, that's almost eaten it up. Now, obviously, there's going to be some of those higher wage earners that are paying more, et cetera. Um, but then just looking at the average commute expenses, just the cost of commuting, that's $8,400 a year. And the time, the average time of commuting for the whole year is 239 hours. All right, so then you don't have just those childcare and commuting expenses when you're working outside the home. You also have your food expenses, and people tend to do more fast food. They tend to do more snacks, uh, and they also tend to do more takeout uh, or fast food or, or eating out when they're when both parents are working. The 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 Starbucks coffee on the way to work, the snack at the time of work, the. Uh, occasionally going out for lunch when you're working, just average that at $10 a day. And then since the um, the other spouse is also rushing and uh, raising, they have the same thing, and they aren't having somebody make a lunch for them. Uh, you know, my wife jokes that for 35 years, she's made me peanut butter and jelly uh, on a raisin cinnamon swirl bread. Well, I like that a lot, <laughs> but that also winds up saving us money. Yeah. Um, so you figure that, you know, it, it winds up the average for, um, you know, working families, the two parent working families, they have takeout about four times a week. So that and then the both parents working and spending the money on those things, that's $260 a week or 13000 a year. Right. So you look at the 39000 uh for child care, 8400 for the commuting, 13000 for the dining, and you're at 60000 that it costs for mom to work, or, in other words, it's a $60,000 savings for mom to stay home. Hmm. Now, then you look at, well, how else could they save? How else could they manage? Well, let's say the family already is being really frugal and trying to do everything, but they, they do uh, need to have mom work because it's her insurance that they need. Uh, well, the national average cost of health insurance of an employer provided, the, the family's cost of that employer provided uh, insurance is 1871 bucks a month or 22000 a year. So share health care annual is $349 a month times 12 is 4188 Well, that's an $18,000 savings.
0: That's for a family of four.
1: Correct. And those are both, we're comparing apples to apples. The national average health insurance cost for a family is a family of four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so the total stay-at-home savings for mom with share health care is $79,000 a year. Mm. Well, that's slightly absurd because, you know, that's above the national average income. But again, they cut that in half. Just say it's 40000 Cut that in half. Say it's $20,000. hmm so what I'm wanting to emphasize is we're seeing these costs of mom working outside the home. All of them are rising. All of them are expensive. Uh, and all of those would be savings if they come home. And most of the things that we've mentioned are things that are after tax uh, expenditures. So you've already had to pay a tax on the income, mm-hmm. and then you've had those expenditures. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's the idea is to change the uh, culture, and one of the best ways to change the culture is for the nurturing mom to be able to come home, see their child's needs, basically immediately when they're occurring, be able to adjust to it immediately. Not have the family so stressed and we have to go here, we have to go there, uh, hurry up or I'm going to be late for work. Uh, Well, sorry I'm late to pick you up, but work ran a little later than I thought. You know, all those problems that can just be reduced if mom can come home, which is what most women would like to do during their child's uh, early years and typically their school years.
0: It sounds like share health care is a good way to make that happen, especially if someone is saying like, well, I'd like to stay home with my kids, but I have to work because we need that insurance.
1: Right. Like I said, that just the average savings uh, between what the average cost for health insurance is for a family of four versus the average cost what it is for share health care is eighteen thousand two hundred and sixty four dollars. And that doesn't count the savings that you have uh, in terms of stress of no choice because remember our our three legs that we have, so to speak, the three foundations for share health care is medical freedom, financial freedom and and religious freedom. But so we've obviously mentioned the financial freedom. You're just freed up from at least that 18264 additional expense. But you, you have medical freedom also in instead of thinking, well, I have to go to this doctor across town because that's in my network or I can't find anybody that's in my network in this town. Uh, so we have to go out of town to do it. Well, with, with Share Healthcare, your network is now any licensed medical professional in the world. You get to choose the one that's right for you. And that takes a lot of stress off. Um, in terms of religious freedom and how do you, how do you count that? How do you save that? But, um, we try to match what we're doing along with the Bible. So one, the basic premise of sharing is from Hebrews 13 and 16. But do not forget to do good and to share. Or with such sacrifices, God is well-pleased. So, when we know God's well-pleased with us, that reduces our stress. And this is just one of the areas in which we can we can do that. But it's the one that it specifically says, God's well-pleased if we do that. Mm-hmm. So, it, it also um, is, God's going to be pleased if we're doing things along biblical lines. So, share healthcare does not share in expenses related to abortion, abortifacients, or the gender deterioration or destruction things. Um, we don't share uh, people. You can't join if you use tobacco in any form. So, of course, people are that much healthier. And we've actually had people quit using tobacco in order to join, hmm. which obviously saves them that much more uh, money. Well, And healthcare, care, et cetera. Uh, um, and cleaning. You know, if you have a smoker in the house, things get ugly and messy faster. Mm -hmm. So that's basically all the savings that we have. Stomach lining savings from stress, financial savings. Uh, Who knows what savings we have with our children if we're able to have mom come home. Mm.
0: Bringing the biblical culture back to a Christian culture as we wrap up our time here with Mike Sharman. Is there another way that Share Healthcare helps do that?
1: Well, we have our member advocates that help people uh, pray on, on anything that they want. So let's say uh, one of your listeners heard this, decided, okay, quitting the job, going to try to do all these savings. So they turn in their, their termination notice, quit the job, and instantly, bam, they're really afraid, what did I just do? So they can call up our member advocate and just say, will you pray with me? I know this is what God wants me to do, but I'm pretty frightened. So the member advocate does that. Uh, Maybe a family decided to homeschool now that mom's home and that frightens them too. Maybe they decided to do some homesteading, you know, instead of um, mowing the backyard, they decided to plant the backyard and they want to have, you know, good guidance in that. So they want to pray for wisdom. So you can call up the member advocate and, and do that. Um, those are just some of the ways we also um are helping people who are vastly less fortunate than us uh each member's uh monthly amount ten dollars of each member's monthly amount goes to the Soweto academy which is on the kibera slum right outside of Nairobi, kenya and that's the the supposedly africa's largest slum and it's not a slum like what we think of rundown houses this is dwellings that people make from what they find on the dump, which is right there. Just pieces of things put together. Um, You know, no services, no roads, no water, no anything. And the abandoned and orphaned children from that slum are what make up the student population at uh, the Soweto Academy. So there's 500 students going there. Uh, There's a residential high school. It goes, you know, kindergarten to high school for everybody but it's residential high school for the girls because they're much more vulnerable as teens. Um, they also feed about 800 people, and there's also a clinic that serves as many of the people in the community as they can. So you're, you're helping, you're sharing with one another who's in Share Healthcare of our medical expenses, but then you're also helping to uh, not just save the life of those children over in Africa, but you're changing their lives. Because they go from being uneducated, just living off the dump, and who knows how long they're going to actually live being able to do that, to being children who are highly educated. A large majority of them go to college from there. Uh, and They have a number of the doctors and um, nurses that have come back, who grew up there, went through Soweto Academy, and now are back serving. Uh, so there's lots of ways in which we try to completely and fully have Share Healthcare be what its name really Uh, was intended to be. We share in each other's health care as well as share in in all the ways that we can.
0: Sounds like the church, like Christians the body of Christ are supposed to be. We're trying. It's great. People can find more information at sharehealthcare.com or you can actually call and talk to somebody at 1-844-SHARE-HC. And Mike, you said that about homesteading and you said instead of mowing your lawn i thought sure you were going to say get a couple goats (laughs) well
1: we we have friends who've done that and then you can make cheese and all sorts of things (laughs)
0: yes that's mike charman thanks for your time today mike and for wave 94 i'm doug apple